Hello and welcome, you're listening to Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie by me, Bethany Wright. Hello, welcome back to Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie with me, Bethany. Thank you for joining me again, I appreciate it. Make sure you rate, subscribe, leave a review. That all really helps to making sure that this podcast get seen by those out there that are just searching summer camp in the browser so please 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 we want to spread the word and share this community with others right let's get into it this week's episode is about money 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 you know it all about money for your travels okay so i mean I'm going to get into what you should do about your money before your travels. I'm going to be talking about the difference between using cash, using a credit card, using a debit card, all whilst traveling. And I'm going to tell you what is best to use in this post-pandemic era here in North America. As some of you may know, some of you may not, I am currently residing in Toronto, Canada. So I can give you a little bit of insight into with money, how things like to be exchanged in this post-pandemic world. So let's get into it, shall we? So before you leave the country, we know that money makes the world go round. But it can be confusing and cause a lot of stress, a lot of worry whilst we're traveling. So these are some things to think about after your camp adventure okay but before you go these are some things that you should do okay so number one before any traveling before any holiday you should tell your bank that you're leaving the country why might you do this you may ask um the bank will then know why your account is maybe making purchases in a foreign country they are less likely to block your funds whilst you're out there. I know this from first-hand experience. I have not told my bank that I was going to North America and I was booking lots of travel and things like that um, all in a very sporadic way, dependent on when I had my days off and that type of thing. And the bank actually blocked my car. The The bank blocked my funds and was like, we've noticed some suspicious activity, please get in contact with us. And I freaked out. This was the first time I was away from home. I was calling the bank, I was calling home, calling my parents. um, And we got it all sorted. And all of that could have been prevented if I just told them that I was going to America from this date to this date. Um, And it would have all been prevented. They wouldn't have blocked it. They wouldn't have thought it was suspicious. They would have just thought, oh, it's my client that's out there right now. So definitely tell the bank that you're leaving the country. Second thing you want to do is research if your bank has any international fees. Um, You will want to know how much it will cost you to make a purchase on your debit card or on your credit card, or how much it will be to withdraw money from an ATM every time that you're traveling. Like, research these things before you leave and then you won't be shocked by how much you've been stung by your bank basically like 
definitely understand if there is any breakdown, like research, is there a way I can upgrade my account or downgrade my account to make sure that I can get free international fees? Or let me know if there's a bank in America or Canada or wherever you're going to be that you actually have free access to ATMs, um, free access to the pay machine, um, to, to the cash point so that you are not incurring these costly fees and basically your hard-earned money isn't being wasted and going to somebody else's back pocket. It should be going towards your travels and your adventure. Okay, so research that. Number three is know your personal international banking info. So if you don't know, your account has something called an IBAN number and either your bank calls it a BIC number, a BIC or a SWIFT number. Um, So why do you need to know these? If you are thinking about international banking or transferring funds from say you've been paid into a Canadian bank account and you want to transfer it back home into your home bank account you will need to know these two IBAN numbers and SWIFT numbers they're basically they're the international versions of your sort code or your account numbers so they're definitely things that you need to know um you will need this information to make sure that you can send the money home or if you're sending money from your home bank account and you want to put it into your American bank account, say, um, you will also need to know these numbers. So it's just really great to have. Make sure you save it in a note on your phone or you have a picture of it somewhere or it's saved somewhere that is easy access so that you don't have to if and in an offline situation so you're not reliant on data or being in a Wi-Fi situation to access that. So make sure that is you know that personal international banking information. Fourth reason, I think, you should use technology to your advantage. So download that currency converter, download banking apps. Like these tools can make managing your money abroad simple and easy, no matter where you are. So when I was first traveling, I used the TravelX cash passport um travelx is an amazing like currency converter they're great with international cash i always found them to have the best rates um so i got one of their mastercard debit cards um and it was a cash passport which meant that they had nine different currencies that you can upload onto this card which was great for me like traveling around North America, I could switch from Canadian to American. um, And I didn't have to incur that big of a fee. Um, I, because I bought it in England, I could transfer money from my English bank account onto this card very, very easily the same way as I would send money to a friend. And it would be there without the conversion fee. It was the cheapest way to get the best conversion rate because it was through TravelX. They're not sponsoring this. They should if they're listening. Um, But I've used them for decades. And they're really great. 
when you get a TravelX card, they even give you a free second card option. So if you lose your first card or an ATM machine chews it up, you have a second one on hand and you can access that money quickly. Um, because we know when we're traveling, we're not always going to have a permanent fixed address and they know that. And so that's why they have that, which is really, really great. I have been in a situation before where I have um, an ATM machine has chewed up my bank card and I had to just give them a call, let them know, hi, an ATM chewed up my bank card. They said, okay, tell us a security question answer. I did. They said, okay, we discontinued that card. Um, next time you use your second card, make sure you use the chip and pin option, not just tap and you're good to go. And it was as simple as that. So definitely use technology to your advantage. It helps and it's less stressful whilst you're traveling. So that's the, all the things that you should do before you leave the country. Now, let's get into the difference between cash, credit card, debit card, travel cards. Let's get into all of that now. So let's start with cash. Most people say cash is king whilst traveling. And there are many benefits to having cash in your pocket. Like you can use it easily to tip, you can use it on public transit, and it's always an option if a business doesn't accept your card or you can't find a cash point or an ATM. I personally would always arrive with a smallish amount of cash. Um, I think that's anywhere between $100 or $200 to cover the beginning of my journey. Now, there is an obvious risk with cash, and that is it can get stolen. And if it does get stolen, those funds are gone. So use common sense. Do not walk around with all the money you have on you. I would say take advantage of safes. Um, take advantage of splitting up your cash on your person. So maybe some cash in your pocket, some cash in your wallet, some cash a different part of your bag, some cash in your coat. Like only take out what you budget for the day also. I would also say with cash is now we're in a post-pandemic era, not many businesses will accept cash anymore. Like especially here in Canada, in Toronto at least, lots of businesses are contactless only. Um, lots of businesses don't really want to deal with cash. Um, and I find that in a lot of major cities around North America, they cash isn't really king anymore. I think, especially in the Western world, I don't think cash is king. I think if you're going anywhere outside the Western world, I think definitely cash it is gold. Um, and it will stretch a lot further anywhere outside of North America and Western Europe. But I mean, it is good to have on you because technology doesn't always work. There might be a Rogers outage and no card machines work. So cash is the only option. Um, but know that in North America, not many places take cash anymore. So that's where you might want to go on to the next one, credit cards. So credit cards are a fantastic option for those large ticket items. Now, when I say large ticket, I mean like booking flights, booking hotels, renting out a car. Like credit cards have an insurance policy built into them. So if an airline goes bankrupt, 
you don't need to fret, you're covered, you're gonna get that money back. Um, like, don't do what I did when I first started traveling and book all of these large ticket items on your debit card or your travel card, because if something does end up going wrong, like knock on wood, it doesn't, but if it does, it will be a lot harder to claim your money back and more hassle for you than if you just went down a credit card route. Now, I know that not a lot of people have credit cards, um, but I think a credit card is a great way if you are booking flights, if you are booking hotels, I would definitely like utilize credit cards that have a, how do I say this? Like that have something attached to them, like a point system or something or air miles or something attached to them. So when you're using it, you are saving up to something like a lot of credit cards. When you first open them up, you might get a bonus air mile points. And that could be enough to actually do a return trip. Um, and that's like saving you money and letting, instead of putting money towards a flight, your air mile points will do that for you and your money can go towards something else. Um, or it can be towards hotel rewards um, and you can get free upgrades like in a hotel room or something like that. It's just credit cards are a really great way to utilize those big ticket items. Um, the only negative with credit cards I found is the foreign conversion fees. Um, so this is if you were to use your credit card whilst you're abroad and you're renting out a car, say, um, the credit card and your bank will do a conversion fee from your home currency to the currency you're doing. And it's normally a percentage fee. So it could be anything from 1% to 5%, mine is 2.99%, which is rather annoying. But you just need to know what this is and incorporate this into your budgeting. If you are using a credit card and you incorporate that into your budget, it won't be as scary when you get your bill through or when you're paying your bill. So definitely I find a credit card a great option and definitely utilize all of those points and combos that you can get with credit cards. Another thing I'm gonna say is I'm moving on to debit cards and travel topple cards. Um, these two options are very similar because they operate in the same way. So the fact of these cards is you can only spend what you have. That's what a debit card is. You can only spend what money you have in the bank. The same is with a travel topple card, like that cash passport I was talking about earlier from TravelX. You can only spend what you have uploaded into the card. The difference between the two is usually your debit card will have a currency or international fee attached to it every time you make a purchase. Whereas your travel top-up card is like using a debit card at home. You can just tap and go. Like I said, I always use my travel top-up card during my travels. Um, it's really easy to use. It eliminates the risk of carrying excessive amounts of cash around. Um, and it kind of like makes you feel a little bit more in tune with the city you're in. It makes you feel like you're more of a local than a tourist. And it sounds silly, but the fact that I can just tap and go and I don't have to worry about 
oh, it's asking me, like, do I want to make this purchase, X, Y, Z, oh, in, I don't know if it went through, like, that can be a stressful part of being a traveler, being a tourist in a foreign city, but a travel card, it works just the same, no matter where you are, tap and go, easy. Also, like I said, it has a great option because it has different currencies available on one card and it saves the hassle of constantly having to convert your cash every time you enter a new country. So say you are doing a summer in Canada, but you are going to travel down the West Coast. So you're going, you're starting in Vancouver, but you're going down into the States and then going further down into Mexico. This having a travel top-up card, find one that has many currencies on it so that you can just literally using an app, using that technology, you can switch the cash that you have from your Canadian purse into your USA purse. Then when you leave the USA, you can switch your USA purse into your Mexican purse. And it's all on that one same card that's in your wallet and life is great. And it happens instantly. Once you do it on the app, your card knows and it's all done for you. It's really, really great, really, really fun. And you are sorted. So that is like the breakdown of money on your travels. I can tell you like, I personally have... I feel like done all the mistakes on this. Like I didn't have a credit card for the longest time and I used everything on my debit card. Um, And then one summer, a budget airline in North America went bust and lots of people lost their flights home. And it gave me this gut feeling of, oh my God, what if that was me? I would have lost that money. And there's still people to this day this day trying to get their money back from that airline from that flight that they lost and that was years ago so I've made the mistakes I've had that gut feeling I've lost my card I've had my wallet stolen all of those things so make sure you definitely have you know your bank's number you have your banking app on your phone you tell the bank that you're leaving the country um and just like be smart if you wouldn't do it at home don't do it whilst you're traveling that's like the main gist of travel anyway like if you wouldn't do it at home why would you do it whilst you're on holiday whilst you're traveling so definitely be smart with your money knowledge is power especially contact your bank if you don't know anything don't just think, oh, I can't find it online, It's it'll be fine, contact your bank, let them tell you the options you have, and everything will be okay, honestly, you want the money side of your trip to be a new point, you don't want the hassle and stress about money on your trip, because it will just tamper the whole experience, so get organized, get sorted before you even leave the country and you'll be smooth sailing. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie by me, Bethany. You can find me on social media. 
I am Brit in the six on all my socials. Also, you'll be able to find me on my website where my blog is www.brit in the six.com. Thank you very much and see you next time.